Hello, witches, and welcome to the Halloween special of the Earthworks podcast with me, Hannah Elizabeth. During the whole month of October, I will be adding in little spooky Halloween snippets, whether that's sounds or topics. I hope you guys are ready because we have a lot to cover, so let's go ahead and jump in. Hello, everyone. I hope you're all having a great week so far. Um, two weekends ago, I actually, I had a vintage craft show, um, that I had split a vendor booth with my friend. Um, she does wax melts, and it was really just so much fun. The weather ended up being super decent, and some family and friends came out to see me, and I really just love doing those craft shows. Um, I'll often post on my Facebook page at Earthworks Accessories when I'm doing a craft show and where it will be at, so... Stay tuned on my Facebook page to see where I'll be selling. Also, super exciting news for you guys. Well, and for me. (laughs) Um, I also made an Etsy shop. I am still working on uploading the things that I am selling. um, But you guys can go ahead and check that out. It's Earthworks Accessories. It is spelled E-A-R-T-H-W-O-R-K-E-X-E. S-S-O-R-I-E-S, and I had to do it that way because Etsy wouldn't let me put my full name because you can only have, like, a certain amount of letters, so I kind of had to, like, dumb it down a little bit, so it would, you know, allow me to put it in there, um, but yes, you guys are always more than welcome to check that out, um, also, side note, a couple things, one, please pardon my voice if it sounds a little different, I am currently sick, um, I've been having a sore throat, and now I have a cough, and I'm congested, so it's just not the best time. Um, also, you might hear some background noise. If you do, my dad is outside working, um, with the tractor, and then my fire alarm beeps every now and then, so you might hear that as well. I'm really, really sorry about that. Um, yeah, so... Anyways, we're just going to go ahead into jumping into what this episode is going to be about. We're going to be talking about the Salem Witch Trials today in honor of Halloween being in a few days. It is on a Monday this year. Um, And also, I left a question for you guys to answer on this podcast. I know it will for sure be on Spotify, but I am not sure if it will transfer to Apple Podcast. But go ahead and let me know what you guys are dressing up as for Halloween And if you have any Halloween plans, um, Cam and I are going as the Purge, um, and then my sister is going to be there. We're going to be Halloween camping, so my sister is going to be there, and my family is going to be there, and then Cam's parents are going to come for a little bit, um, but I am sure, as always, you guys are excited to talk about the topic for this week, um, so let's go ahead and jump into the Pebble of the Podcast. So this week's pebble of the podcast is clear quartz. Clear quartz is a quartz stone that is pretty much clear or sometimes seen as like a foggy white. This stone is great for helping the immune system as well as bringing calmness and clarity to the mind and it enhances psychic abilities and energy. When anyone asks me, I always just say that clear quartz is a great general stone because it can really assist towards anyone because its properties are so general. 
not to mention it's just really pretty like to me clear quartz just looks like a piece of ice that never melts <laughs> so i think that is extremely pretty but I know you guys are excited to hear about the Salem Witch Trials, so we're going to go ahead and jump into that. I am really so sorry <laughs> if my voice sounds so bad or weird and I almost feel like I'm yelling and I'm trying not to be too loud so it's not too loud in this episode but like you know when you're sick and like you're you just get all stuffed up and your ears get all muffly so like it's hard to hear yourself yeah that's where I'm at right now (laughs) I'm not really having a fun time (laughs) but I'm excited to get this episode up for you guys so I'm still going to get it up on time but let's just go ahead and talk about the Salem witch trials okay so the Salem witch trials took place in 1692 and ended in 1693. This started after a group of young girls in Salem, Massachusetts claimed to be possessed by the devil and accused many local women of witchcraft. After this wave began to spread more and more, a special court was put together in Massachusetts to hear the cases of witchcraft. The first convicted witch was Bridget Bishop, who was hung later that June. Shortly after, 150 men, women, and even some kids were accused of witchcraft over the next several months. In January of 1962, Samuel Paris, who was the minister of the Salem Village, his daughter, Elizabeth Paris, who was 9 years old, and his niece, Abigail Williams, who was 11 years old, started having huge fits of violent contortions and uncontrollable screaming. Samuel was scared and uneasy about it, so he called in William Griggs, who was the local doctor, and he diagnosed bewitchment. I am having a hard time understanding this because a lot of kids, I mean, other than the violent stuff, a lot of kids will yell and throw fits. So I wouldn't have been that shocked. Maybe that was, you know, odd for them back then. But the doctor did diagnose bewitchment. Shortly after, many other girls were seen with the same symptoms, such as violence and screaming outbursts. In late February, Paris's Caribbean slave, Tituba, and two other women known as Sarah Good and Sarah Osborne were arrested because that is who the young girls accused of bewitching them. Side note here, this is a little bit about Hocus Pocus, so hear me out. There were three main women who were accused, as I just mentioned, um, for bewitching people. Mostly, if not always, it were, it was children. And although the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus were not actually named for real witches, it is easy po- to believe that they were influenced by the three women who were accused of bewitching during the Salem Witch Trials. Like, the three big women. Especially as the Sanderson sisters often go after kids, and that kind of like seems to be what Tituba and both the Sarahs were going after. So that's just like my little bit of a theory. I kind of wonder if, you know, the Sanderson sisters, if that's why there was three of them and not four of them or two of them. You know, that that's just what I think. 
The three women were brought in for questioning, and although Sarah Osborne and Sarah Good denied any witchcraft, Tatuba did confess, which may have been a good thing as she was then seen as someone with information. She did say that a few other women were working alongside her with the devil, and that she was not alone. This led to the accusations of Martha Corey, Rebecca Nurse, who were both really big into working with their church, and the four-year-old daughter of Sarah Good all being a part of witchcraft, which I'm not sure how a four-year-old could really be a part of it. Like, she probably wouldn't even really understand what's going on, but they said that she was a part of it. Like Tituba, many other witches did confess of the witchery, and the trials then began to overwhelm the justice system. In May of 1692, the new Massachusetts governor, William Phipps, ordered an establishment of special court on certain counties. The court handed down its first conviction against Bridget Bishop on June 2nd, where she was hung eight days later on what became Gallows Hill in Salem Town. Five more people were hung that July, five in August, and eight in September, as well as seven other accused witches who had died in jail, and Martha's husband, which I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, but Gills or Giles? I'm going to go with Gills or Giles. Sorry. (laughs) I'm going to go with Giles just because I think that's what it is. Giles Corey was pressed to death after he had refused to enter plea at his arraignment. So you're probably wondering how someone gets pressed to death. Well, let me tell you. And it does kind of place a graphic image in your mind. So warning. But Giles Corey was asked to strip naked and lay face up on the ground. A wooden board was then laid down on top of him, and one by one, Sheriff George Corwin placed large rocks onto the wooden board, while others actually just stood around and watched. After two days of this torture, Giles was asked to plea, but he wouldn't. He laid silent and never cried out for help. On the third day of his torture, September 19th, 1692, Giles spoke his last words, and they were, more weight. So in total, about 30 people had died during the Salem Witch Trials. Although they did not just look for people practicing witchcraft during these trials to see if someone was a witch or not, they also went off of physical traits such as witch marks, which were said to be any discoloration on any part of their body, which is actually really scary to think about because just about everyone has a birthmark. But no, according to them, that was a mark of the devil on their body and that meant they were a witch. As well as acne, scars, and really anything that just about every person has. So then you wonder how many of the people who were killed were actually innocent and never practiced witchcraft a day in their life. So with that, the president of Harvard College later joined his son, Cotton Mather, I believe that's the last name. I'm not sure if I'm saying these names right. In urging that the standards of evidence needed to be more equal to those in any other crime, He said that it would be better that 10 suspected witches may escape than one innocent person be condemned. The trials continued in 1693, and by that, May Phipps had released all those who were in prison under witchery charges. 
in January of 1697, people really came around to the conclusion that the witch trials were unfair. So the Massachusetts General Court declared a day of fasting in honor of the tragedy of the Salem witch trials. The court then deemed the trials unlawful, and Samuel Sewell, I think I'm saying his name right, Sewell, Samuel Sewell, the leading justice, apologized for his part in the trials. Then, in 1711, the Massachusetts colony did pass legislation to restore the good names of the condemned and provided financial restitution to the people who had owned property and belongings of the past ones. Which obviously would not bring them back, you know, and, you know, money isn't a way to make up for things in that sense, I guess, um, if you know what I'm trying to say, but they did make an effort to try to make it right. It is just crazy to me that kids who scream and act out were apparently under bewitchment. Do you know how many kids do that? (laughs) It is relieving to hear, though, that they did come around through to understanding that the trials were not fair and they did try to make it right. So with that, I hope you all loved this little history episode on the Salem Witch Trials in honor of Halloween being this coming up Monday. And do not forget to let me know what you guys are dressing up as. I am so excited to hear your guys' costumes. Again, I'm not sure if this will be, if you'll be able to answer the question on Apple Music, um, but you can answer it on Spotify. Apple Podcast, I mean, I'm sorry. You will be able to answer it on Spotify, though. So please let me know because I'm really curious and I love knowing what people are dressing up as. Again, don't forget to leave a rating or a review and follow this podcast and click the bell icon to be notified when upcoming episodes arrive. I hope that you guys all have a great rest of your week and a spooktacular Halloween, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Halloween special of the Earthworks podcast with me, Hannah Elizabeth. Please do not forget to follow this podcast, turn on the bell icon to receive notifications when upcoming episodes arrive, and to leave this podcast a rating. You can also follow me on TikTok at Earthworks Hannah and my Facebook page at Earthworks Accessories. Until next time, stay spooky, my friends. The resources used for this episode was history.com and masshist.org.